Hey, it's Bob Stoffer. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to Oilers Now ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. Jewelry isn't a gift you give just once. It's a way to remind your loved one of a beautiful moment every time they see it. Blue Nile can help you find the gift that says how you feel and says it beautifully with expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com and experience the convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com to find the perfect jewelry gift for any occasion. BlueNile.com. Why take one vacation with the family when you could take all of them? With Royal Caribbean, you don't just go to the beach. You visit a private island and race down the tallest water slide in North America. You don't just go for a road trip. You ATV and zip line through the jungle. You don't just go somewhere new. You rappel down waterfalls and discover ancient temples. Because this isn't just any vacation. This is all the vacations. Come seek the Royal Caribbean. Ships Registry, Bahamas. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer, Weekdays at noon on Oilers Radio. 630 Chad. We return to Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer. Brought to you by Digitex. Office Equipment Solutions North America wide. Yeah. Digitex does that. D-I-G-I-T-E-X dot C-A on Oilers Radio, 630 Chad. Every now and again, you meet somebody that's just that energy, that just brings out energy, and Cam Moon is that guy. It was a pleasure chatting with him uh, in person for the first time. Uh, we'll tell you that Royal Pizza is celebrating 50 years in Edmonton, and they're still making it great. On now through October, Royal Pizza is offering the combo special. Your choice of Greek or Caesar salad with garlic toast, two medium gourmet pizzas, and four anniversary cookies, all for $50. You can pick that up at any one of their 14 Edmonton locations. We've been talking junior hockey is, of course, that's Cam Moon's wheelhouse. Uh, and one of the oil kings who is overseas representing Canada at the Helenka Gretzky Cup. I think I called it Slovakia like three times. They're in the Czech Republic. Boy. I gotta figure that out. Uh, nevertheless, we are pleased to be joined on the River Cree Resort Casino Hotline by Jake Neighbors. He is one of the young shining stars, both for the Oil Kings and in the CHL as the 2020 draft approaches. Jake, I really appreciate you taking some time to join us here today on Oilers Now. Hey, no problem. Thanks for having me. So, this isn't your first time donning Canadian colors, but I'm still curious, when you get the nod when you get the phone call saying you've made the team what goes through your head what does that feel like yeah it's pretty special obviously uh as a kid you you dream of playing for playing for the maple Leafs. so you know when you get the nod and you kind of get that a lot of charisma goes through your body a lot of energy so um it's a pretty special feeling now you're getting to experience this overseas with some guys that you know some guys that you don't know off the ice what has this been like spending the time in slovakia experiencing everything there yeah it's been lots of fun i mean we got a really good group and you know we've got to do a little bit of sightseeing and things like that and but yeah it's a it's a good group to hang out with we got a lot of different character on here so um you know it's fun 
on the ice. This is an opportunity for you as we're chatting with Oil Kings forward Jake Neighbors. This is an opportunity for you, Jake, to sort of learn from some coaches and some players that you wouldn't otherwise have a chance to play with. So maybe is there anything that you've really picked up on so far? I know you haven't been there too, too long, but anything standing out in that regard? Yeah, I think the biggest thing they enforce is, is kind of just the Canadian way and, and the way we like to, to play. We like to bring a lot of energy, uh, you know, compete, uh, play with skill and, and uh, those types of things. So I think they just try to enforce that through four lines. And, you know, obviously it's going to be a, a lot of skill out there with uh, 13 forwards who, who can play any role. So, uh, But I think they just enforce habits in the Canadian way and things like that. What's it like trying to build chemistry on such short notice? Uh, yeah, it's it's obviously difficult uh, to start with, but, um, you know, like I said before, there's a lot of skill uh, on the ice, so, you know, guys kind of find each other and, and lines start clicking uh, pretty quickly. I mean, um, you look, for example, at our, our uh, one of our lines, LaPierre, Perfetti, and Sordiff have, uh, you know, been lights out for us the first three-round Robin games, so... Um, they've clicked really well offensively already. Now, Jake, obviously you're one of the top talents heading towards this 2020 NHL entry draft, but you're playing with the likes of, just for example, Quentin Beefield right now. He's scored an unbelievable between-the-legs goal. Being on the same ice surface as players of, of your caliber and this caliber can only make you better. Is that fair to say? Yeah, I mean, playing with a guy like Q is, is obviously really easy, and then uh, you know, having Jarvis on the right wing there um, is another very skilled player that I'm familiar with. So, um, but yeah, they make it easy on you. I mean, I just kind of go to the net and, and uh, you know, play my game and, and let those guys play their game. And I think we work well together. Um, you know, obviously, I haven't found uh, I haven't found a, a ton of offense yet this tournament, but um, you know, I've had my chances. I think I think uh, it's only a matter of time before they start coming. So, uh, but yeah, like you said, um, he was a really special player. Um, and he's really easy to play with as well. Chatting now with uh, Oil Kings forward Jake Neighbors. He's overseas in uh, Braclav, Slovakia, representing Canada at the uh, Helenka Kretzky Cup. Um, just talk to me. You mentioned you haven't put up the points. The rest of the team has been, uh, it's an offensive onslaught, really, as you guys have dominated the first three. But how would you evaluate your game so far uh, just through games one through three? Yeah, I think I think I've been playing good. I mean, I don't like to look at numbers too much. I mean, uh, you know, I'm playing obviously with Byfield and Jarvis, really skilled line, and, and we're producing lots of offense even if the the numbers aren't there. So, uh, I think I've played a good role. I mean, I've been going lots on the penalty kill, uh, blocking shots, and you know, four second hard, and, and kind of playing my game, uh, even though the you know the numbers haven't really been there. But you know, I'm I'm very satisfied with the way I've been playing, and. Uh, hopefully continue this and uh, and maybe see the numbers as uh, as we continue here. Knowing, Jake, that you're one of the top draft prospects as we head towards uh, towards the next NHL entry draft, is there any pressure that you feel because of that? Or do you just try and, and block out the noise and play your game? Yeah, I think obviously there's a little bit of uh, pressure in your draft gear to, to want to put up numbers and things like that and be consistent and everything like that, but you know, I'm trying not to think about it uh, too much. I mean, um, you know, everything will fall into place if you if you do the right things and you have good habits and you work hard. Uh, I think things will just come to you. So, um, you know, I'm not too worried about it. Obviously, it's a big year, but I'm just kind of you know, sticking to good habits and playing the right way. You had a couple Oil Kings on this team last year. Were you able to cite any advice from them before you went overseas? Yeah, they were both... Uh, Big, big influences for me before I came over here. Over, 
obviously they didn't do the overseas part of it, but just kind of with selection camp and everything like that, I think, you know, Robbie and, and Willie were good for me to, you know, give me some input on what it's going to be like, and they were very helpful. Uh, last one for you here, Jake. Obviously, you guys had a tremendous run with the Oil Kings um, and maybe surprised a few people heading into training camp. Obviously, you're going to be learning a lot here as you're uh, competing with the cream of the crop uh, as far as draft prospects go. But moving into September, moving into the WHL season, just talk to me about some of your projections for how this team's going to perform. Yeah, I think we're going to be uh, a very skilled team again. Um, we had a young core last year, and you know everyone kind of gets that one year older and, and their expectations go up a little bit for themselves and from other people as well. So, um, you know, like you, like you said there, we're, we're missing a bit of scoring that we had last year, but um, you know, it's, the solutions have got to come from within, and, and we need guys to step up and, and play more of an offensive role. So, um, but I think everything will click well. We should have another really strong year here. We got a lot of guys back, and, and most of our leadership group back. So, um, you know, I'm excited for it to get going. All right, Jake, I appreciate you taking the time. I'll let you rest up and probably get some shut eye over there. It's getting pretty late, but I wish you the best of luck moving forward in this tournament and then as we approach the WHL season. Appreciate it. Thanks, Brendan. He certainly doesn't talk like a 2002-born human being, but uh, Jake Neighbors certainly an exciting part of this Oil Kings franchise moving forward. We'll definitely get a, uh, a season preview with uh, Kurt Hill, Brad Lauer, general manager and head coach of the Edmonton Oil Kings, and can only imagine the sparkling things that they have to say about the young Jake Neighbors, who, despite Canada's offensive outburst, has not registered a point yet. They are back in action tomorrow. And that will be the kickoff to uh, the medal round, if I'm not mistaken. And, you know, you're looking at a guy who played 47 games in his rookie season in the WHL, 11 goals, 13, uh, 13 assists for 24 points. Could definitely see his name called towards the end of the first round next year if, if a couple things slide into place. I've seen a couple projections where he's sort of an early second round pick. So we'll see. It's, it depends on how the player handles sort of the pressure, as he mentioned, of coming into a draft season knowing that the spotlight is is fixed on you. But he was a high pick in the Bantam draft for a reason, and Jake Neighbors uh, will certainly be looking to compliment that moving forward. Uh, we do have a couple pieces of news to get to as well. Breaking during the show, the Pittsburgh Penguins signing John Marino to an entry-level contract. Why is that relevant? Because the Oilers now get that conditional sixth-round draft pick in return for Marino, who, uh, for all intents and purposes, was not going to sign in Edmonton. Uh, I don't know whether that had to do with him just wanting to stay on the east coast of the states. I can see that being a fit for him too, but more likely because the defense competition here is is so heated that there he might have been the odd man out. But... Uh, he's a native of Massachusetts, tearing up Harvard University at 11 points in, uh, in 33 games. Last year, he'll captain the team in this upcoming season. Will John Marino. We'll take a break here. It's 1.43 in Edmonton. We'll come back, and I do want to get to more of your responses to the question at 6.30-6.30. If you can go to dinner with one sports personality, past or present, who is it going to be? I said mine in all likelihood would be Kevin Harlan. We've had a wide variety of responses. Warren Moon seems to be the most popular one so far, but keep them coming at 6.30, 6.30. We'll revisit that. We'll also hear what Marcus... 
Why take one vacation with the family when you could take all of them? With Royal Caribbean, you don't just go to the beach. You visit a private island and race down the tallest water slide in North America. You don't just go for a road trip. You ATV and zip line through the jungle. You don't just go somewhere new. You rappel down waterfalls and discover ancient temples. Because this isn't just any vacation. This is all the vacations. Come seek the Royal Caribbean. Ships Registry, Bahamas. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Lato has to say to the Finnish media today regarding Yessa Puljärvi. It is Brendan Escott with you on Oilers Now. This is Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer on Oilers Radio 630 Chad. Text line lighting back up at 630-630. I asked you. If you could go to one, if you could go to dinner with one sports personality, past or present, who would it be? The Fizzler, you know what you did. I'm laughing internally, but I'm not going to read that on the air. Ah, boy. Usman says, I'd like to sit down and have dinner with Muhammad Ali. Now, there's a guy who lived arguably one of the most interesting lives that you could possibly imagine in terms of, you know, converting to... To, to become from Cassius Clay to Muhammad Ali and, and the swagger, the moxie of that guy is... If you were alive for that time, I'm sure that was absolute must-watch television. And it's a shame that, uh, that we, a younger generation, know him as the guy who took an absolute uh, beating over his career and... You know, he, he is it safe to say he struggled in his final years, perhaps? But Muhammad Ali, an absolute icon, and yeah, I, I would agree. I would join you, Usman, at that dinner. Uh, Barry H says, "How about Dion Sanders? Neon Dion, the guy that played for two pro teams at the same time, played two games on the same day, one with the Atlanta Braves and the other with the Atlanta Falcons. Plus, he had two nicknames: Primetime and Neon." Again, from Barry H here in Edmonton. Yeah, oh, wow. Interesting guy, for sure, but electric. I don't think there's a better kick returner in pro football history than him. All due respect to Devin Hester. A broadcaster I wish I could meet and have a bite to eat with would be the late Don Whitman. His call of Gretzky's overtime goal was amazing. He did quite a few games in the Battle of Alberta. Good Saskatchewan farm boy, says Nick in a truck. Daryl out of Calgary says, how about Gordy Howe? Imagine the stories he could have told. You know, I would have wanted to sit across from him, though, staying away from those elbows. That is a good point, <laughs> Daryl. Okay, I, I mentioned there was some some news, if we can call it that, regarding the Yesapoyarvi situation. So uh, the Coles Notes version is this. Uh, Marcus Leto talking to a reporter of Finland's MTV Sports saying that, yes, a trade remains possible, if not even likely, moving forward here. 
We heard uh, Ken Holland reference something very similar, so I, I don't know if something's already in the works, but that has got to be uh, on the front burner for for Ken Holland. But the reason this is back in the news, he spoke to the media today, did Marcus Leto. He said he's not going to comment on whether he's going to jump ship for a different team here in Europe. They don't want to talk about that, but he's saying it's not about money. None of this is about money. He said if it's about money for Yessi, that they would have signed a deal in the KHL two months ago. It is unbelievable how frequently this narrative has been revisited. I get it's the summer, but really, what is what has changed here about this situation? You've got two parties at an impasse. They're trying to work on a, a resolution that's going to be mutually beneficial. If I'm the player... Listen, I'll start here. If, I, if I'm Ken Holland, if I'm the Oilers franchise, I'm looking at this saying the best option here is for him to play in Finland, flash the potential that got him picked fourth overall, that was named him the MVP of the 2016 World Junior Championship, and maybe that drives the value up to a level where it wasn't before. That's what I'm hoping for if I'm Ken Holland and this Oilers team. If I'm Marcus Leto and, and I'm Yessa Poyarvi, I, I I struggle to put myself in that, that headspace where, where they're at right now, and I don't want to rag on them, and, and they've got to do what they've got to do. The agent's responsibility is to put his player in the best position to succeed on the ice and, and to collect the kind of paycheck that they feel that he's worth, and so be it. But constantly coming out in the media and, and trying to control the narrative, as I think I mentioned earlier this week, they're controlling the narrative, but not controlling the situation. And that's where Ken Holland seems to be earning a lot of respect from the Oilers fan base throughout this right now. And I'm basing that opinion on the response here on the text line, the response on Twitter, that sort of thing. Ivan says he'd like to, uh, to have lunch with Novak Djokovic. Another European presence there. So you can uh, keep those responses coming. And let me know what you think as well about what's going on with Poyarvi. If there's anything new that you need to comment, let's air it out. Shoot me a text, 630-630. B has texted in saying, Kevin Harlan, is is that the Monday Night uh, Football radio guy and the guy that did the NBA as well? Yes, that is the one. He does have a great voice. I personally love his call. I, I have a lot of respect for broadcasters that call a game the way that Kevin Harlan does. Gus Johnson is another one of my favorites for those of you who like uh, college football or may remember his infamous Stokely down the sidelines call of the Denver Broncos game not too long ago. Brandon and Red Deer, great response. Not sure I should read that on the air. Someone's saying Eddie Shack here out of Edmonton. Kawhi Leonard would love to pick his brain in the championship mindset of the fun guy, says Ryan from Edmonton. To get him out of his bubble would be a sight to see. He might just be the most interesting athlete with just how low-key of a guy he is. I don't know what he is like. I, I can't get a read on Kawhi Leonard. There's got to be some shred of normalcy in there. But as a, a spectator, you don't really see it. He seems like a very introverted, unique guy. Very unique. Then this texter says, No love for going to dinner with Bob Stoffer. Flattery will get you everywhere. And then he goes on to say, Doug Wade or Mario Lemieux. Yeah, it's... And again, if you're a recurring listener to this show, the, the stories that the athletes have to say on air 
think about what they'd be willing to talk about off air. The things that we as the general public would have absolutely no idea about. We can speculate, but you just never know. So that's why I think this is such an interesting topic because you get in a different environment with these people and, and I'm sure gold will unfold. Uh, Big G says, how about Brett Favre and Reggie White? <laughs> Brett Favre would be an interesting one. Brett Favre's, he seems like a real unique dude. I'll say that. I've never owned a pair of Wrangler jeans, though. With respect to the Pugliarvi situation, Josh in the park says, I think Pugliarvi should sit down and play. We're the team that drafted him and wants him to play. Lost all respect for him as a player. Hopefully we can make a trade and get rid of him. Well, I think it would be in the team's best interest if that's going to be the resolution to have that shored up before training camp as I think the last thing this market needs is another distraction, but... We'll uh, find out in the next couple weeks then, won't we? Uh, one chance here. I get Brandon texting back. Okay, my second choice is Dustin Penner. Well, if uh, if you don't know why a lot of people are texting me saying Dustin Penner is a person you'd want to sit down with, I encourage you to go back and look at our podcast from last week. Dustin Penner, a very colorful guy. All right, let's go to this day in Oilers history. Back in 2013, the Oilers signed 2013 third-round draft pick Jujar Kara to a three-year entry-level contract worth 2.7 $775 million. The Surrey BC product had just come off a 25-point season at Michigan Tech, and then he scored 43 points in 59 games with the WHL's Everett Silvertips, making his pro debut with the Oklahoma City Barons that same year. Where is he going to fall into the fray this season with the Edmonton Oilers? Jujar Carey, is he... Going to step up into the role of a third-line center? He's a guy who's put up double-digit goals before. Could he recapture some of that with maybe um, maybe a healthier environment around him? Maybe a little bit more help on his wings? Could he center a line? Could he get back to that kind of production? I'd like to believe so. I sure hope so. From just wanting to see this franchise succeed, I think he's got it within him. You're not a third-round pick by accident. He brings the kind of edge that this team now needs without a Milan Lucic. So Jujar Kara uh, on this day back in 2013, becoming officially a member of the Edmonton Oilers franchise. Tonight, on uh, tonight, Reed Wilkins does have Inside Sports from 6 to 8 p.m. It, uh, it will be a fluid show, but you should get some Eskimos content on there. Remember, they're taking on the Ottawa Red Blacks tomorrow night at the Brickfield at Commonwealth Stadium. 6 o'clock is the countdown to kickoff. It is an 8 p.m. game time. Eskimos, Red Blacks. Quite a few lineup changes. Anthony Orange coming back on the back end for the Esks. Curious to see if the train keeps rolling for them at home. Tomorrow on Oilers Now. You know her as NHL History Girl on Twitter. We'll catch up with her. Talk to her about her fan base. We know her as Jen. Excited to bring her aboard. Uh, up next, we've got a global news weather traffic update with Eileen Bell, followed by the 6.30 Chad Afternoon News with guest hosts Morgan Black, Brad Whisker, Brendan Escott saying thanks for listening, thanks for contributing. We'll do it again tomorrow. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer, Weekdays at noon on Oilers Radio, 6.30 Chad.